fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> Hey, what's up? This is Sharks Across Hollywood, and this is Power Rangers Month Week 2. Can you already tell that the energy is a tiny bit more positive here? Yeah, I'm feeling way fucking more positive about this one than I was about the last one, because holy fuck, this was a massive improvement. I, 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 I said on the last one that the 20-minute episode felt like 40. This was a 40-minute episode that felt like 20. Yeah, and I watched it twice. Uh, we're talking about Common Rider Z-O, by the way. Z-O. That's a Z and an O. Not Common Rider, but Power Rangers Z-O. Ya fucks. I don't even know if anybody's thinking that. I don't know if anybody thought that hard about it except for me. This is a 48-minute long movie. That's with credits and everything. It is the wildest 40 minutes of your fucking life. This movie's bonkers. Yeah, it's... <laughs> From, like, frame one, you're just like, all right, what they, the fuck? <laughs> they crammed a 90-minute movie into 48 minutes. Well, it's it's funny because, okay, I, I actually looked up the uh, Wikipedia page, and I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. The pacing in this thing is absolutely frantic. It gives you just enough story to, like, keep you holding on, but then you're like, wait, why? <laughs> yeah. It like, it, like, starts out okay, and then you're just, by the end, you're like, wait, the fuck just happened? No, my first thought when we came into this was, is this a sequel to Shin? Because I couldn't tell at first. Or was it Shin Kamen Rider? I can't remember. It depends. I don't think it matters. It In in this uh, Wikipedia entry, it's called Shin Kamen Rider okay. Prologue. Because this definitely, there are elements in this that feel like they were pulling from that. But as far as the technicalities of it, if it were a sequel to, Kamen, to Shin Kamen Rider, they definitely dropped a lot of shit in between. Yeah, and it's not. Um, none of the Common Rider series are really interconnected that way. Okay, so this isn't a sequel to anything because it no. feels like a direct sequel to something. It does, but that that's part of that's part of this thing. Like apparently, it was planned as a standalone release theatrically because it was an anniversary film. However, due to potential box office risks, executives created the Toei Superhero Fair, and it was shown alongside the theatrical versions of Gosei Sentai Die Ranger, which is where Power Rangers pulls its pulls all its Zord footage from the second season. Okay. And Tokusatsu Robo Robo. I always call it Jan person because I'm a fucking asshole, but it's J A N person. I don't know what exactly how that's pronounced, but it's another one of their Toku shows. Okay. But for that reason, Zio's runtime was shortened to 48 minutes, and then envisioned, and then the envisioned 90 90 minute film. Uh, it caused the film's development to be rushed. Kind of shows certain parts of this feel a little rushed, but God, the stuff that they kept in is fucking banging. Yeah. Like every no. single fight in this is awesome. I'm like. This is basically what what you're here for. Yeah. Common Rider Shin was a good movie. This is a good spectacle. Yeah, this gave you just enough story to justify itself and then it was just like and here we go motherfuckers, hold on. Yeah, it's it's kind of balls to the wall almost from, from the very beginning. It kind of it starts slow sort of, but you're still kind of thrown into this world and you're like, "What?" It, I I don't yeah. think it starts slow. I mean, it's got its slowest moments at not, the beginning. Not not slow like But it doesn't start slow. Not slow like you're bored, you're interested, yeah. but it's just it just it takes a second for it to build up and then then all of a sudden poof, you're just it's off like a fucking rocket and it slows down for like a second so people can talk. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it gives us a few, it gives us a couple minutes of like watching the kid, you know, getting introduced to the kid and then watching him wake up from his sleep. But as soon as he's waking up from his sleep, you're already like, what the fuck is going on? You know, it's engaged you by not giving you enough information yet. And then it it, it kind of reveals it a little bit later, which I actually think 
works very well in the favor of this one. Whoever did the music, I fucking love the intro music. It sounds all gothic and kind of like Dracula-y. It's kind of cool. Yeah, um, I mean, it didn't exactly wow me, but it certainly didn't bore me. It's just, you know, I mean, it was like, it set it set the right tone. For this, this movie's fucking scary. I'm not gonna... <laughs> oh, yeah, this is like... <laughs> This this has moments that are pure nightmare fuel. Common uh, Rider, like I said, Common Rider Shin was a good movie, and it had its it had its scary moments. But that was more sci fi y. This one, uh, no, this one, this one's mm. got some real horror going on. That fucking spider monster, <laughs> holy fuck! We will get there because that's awesome. I am gonna have um, nightmares about that. For sure. Oh my god, Mike. The kids came home when I was in the middle of my second watch watching it and I had to pause it and the face just happened to be on the screen just like <laughs> its mouth open and they're like, what's that? And I'm like, do you want to see what it is? And they're like, yes. I'm you like, with okay. your fucking talent for pausing at the exact most horrifying <laughs> yes. moment for your kids. So I pop it on and Bonnie's the first one. So she's like, oh, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> and then Lydia, I turned it on for Lydia and she's like, eh. and then she just walked away. <laughs> Uh, it was funny because that thing's fucking scary. Have you ever seen that movie Nine with the burlap no. dolls? No, uh, I, I mean, I know I watched it once. We had a discussion okay. about the, how I watched it, but I was so out of it from driving that uh, I did not retain any of it. It's not a spider monster in there, but it reminds me a lot of the mo- the spider monster in, in Kamen Rider. And it's the scariest fucking, it's so scary. It's really fucking scary. This monster. I like, can't, I can't stress it enough. We're going to say that a lot, but it's this fucking, is straight out of a horror movie. The creature designs in this are fantastic. This is like some parasite level shit. I'm talking about the the anime, you know, that oh, fucked up. I've never seen it. Terrifying but, yeah. game. I've only seen snippets, but this Ooh. is like something that I would put on that level. Granted, the special effects are very, you know, very of that era, you know, the, the rubber suit era. So oh, yeah. at least there's like that, you know, there's that fakeness to it. It's not, it's not it. real. It's, it's very clearly not biological. It's a rubber suit, but it is a fucking scary rubber suit. We open on this dude and he's like laying on this slab covered in these vines. While he's laying there, he's, his eyes are closed. He's still he's still not awake yet. There's like this grasshopper thing flying <laughs> it's fucking right, right in his face. <laughs> grasshopper. Yeah, that thing was mildly terrifying by itself. A weirder one shows up later, though. This one's uh, this one's kind of <laughs> weird looking, but we don't really see its face. Uh, yeah, we get a really good close-up of that second one. And then there's a pocket watch, which will... It's just a little shot That comes of a, around. Yeah, it's actually really important. He's getting, like, telepathically communicated to, but there's first a beam of light comes down just from the heavens that's that, that's where it's from because god likes common writer and he wakes up and he's being i mean he was he was created in an attempt to wage war on god yes oh, <laughs> uh, so he, he doesn't know what's happening exactly but someone is like telepathically communicating with him and telling him to protect this person named hiroshi he doesn't know who hiroshi is but he's got to go He's got to go save him. And it turns out he's Common Rider. And the suit looks pretty cool. It's not my favorite Common Rider suit. No, the Common Rider suit was kind of the weak link in this whole thing. It's not bad, but it's... I mean, it's the Masked Rider suit. Yeah. You know, so, it's, like, it's not terribly impressive either. It's partially the Masked Rider suit. Uh, they actually use the suit from Black and Black RX. I thought they pulled all the fight footage out of this one. They did. Because I know they pulled the monster footage out. <laughs> Remember one. how, like, in the first episode, it was, like, intercut with footage from Black, Ar- from, from Kamen Rider Black and this, and it was really weird. Because you could see sometimes it was this outfit and then the Black outfit. I just remember being so wowed by the monster, and I was in this, again, the fucking Dumpster Guyver. Dumpster Guyver? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, that, I mean, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I called him, because that's what he came from. He's... Hey, that's the name of my new band. 
dumpster guyver. That's awesome. <laughs> but I mean, you know, how else how else will you, do, you describe him? He looks just like this this little ball floats down from the sky. I call it looks a, like the a, fucking guyver. It looks like a metal testicle is what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like it looks uh, like it could be out of the guyver or Tetsuo the Iron Man. <laughs> there, yeah, there's there's a Tetsuo looking thing popping yeah. up later, and yeah, this shot always reminds me for some reason of that movie Star Kid, and I don't know why. See, I haven't seen Star Kid still. It's Oh, it's dumb. Well, just like this shit. It's about as close to this kind of crap as you're going to get in America. Okay. It's got the kid from Jurassic Park in it. I do remember that, yeah. So this guy, this little this little nutsack thing drops down from the sky, and it's a... <laughs> It's, it's building itself a body. I don't know if it's building itself a body. It's not entirely clear what the fuck is going on exactly. I, I think I think that's what it's doing. That's the impression I got anyway, that it's basically grabbing scrap metal from around the dump. And this monster is the coolest fucking thing ever. Like it's it spikes like, per, start protruding from its shoulders. It does the blinky eye thing. The only thing it's missing is the steam shooting out of its face to make it more guyvery. Yeah. It's not a one to one, but no, it's but it's pretty. They're they're definitely playing the same sport. I wrote down that this thing is also pretty creepy looking, and it shoots. It, a, it looks all fucking biological and shit. Those horns coming out of its shoulders and elbows and stuff like and it's all greasy looking. Yeah, it, it looks nasty. It yeah, dumpster guyver. That's the <laughs> and it shoots. I a, stand by that one. It shoots a power pole for some reason. I don't think that ever is really. A power pole? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It climbs up on this ladder that's going nowhere. That's just, just jutting out of the garbage. And, and all it I could think, it. <laughs> all I could think of was the, the South Park Alan Jackson song, Where Were You When They Built a Ladder to Heaven? <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, he, like, laser blasts this telephone pole. Yeah, And then he just, no like, reason. warps out of the dump. Cut to the writer is unmorphed. And writing, because that's what the writer does. He's on that. He's on and off that fucking motorcycle so many times in this movie. That really excited me, actually. The fact that he was writing in the mask. He he was he was common writing right out the gate. He did no common writing in common in Shin Common Rider. Like yeah, there was no writing. The 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 dude rode a motorcycle. Yeah, but barely. He did it like for like ten seconds of screen time. This guy like really does some writing. It's a major part of his combat technique and everything. Oh yeah, it is. It really is. But he goes to this house and we don't know whose house it is. He's looking for some doctor guy. This part was very confusing on a first watch. Yeah, and it, he's not there, of course, and we'll find out why here in a little bit. The explanation comes around, but while it's going on, I'm just sitting there like I'm still very confused at this point. And to make this resemble somewhat of a children's movie, we get a weird, we get a wacky old man. Oh my God. This, yeah. Uh, Dr. Comic Relief, man. This guy, <laughs> he looks just like that zany guy on fucking Dragon Ball Z. And every goddamn anime you've ever seen yeah. has the wacky doctor who just like cannot stop mugging for the camera <laughs> the entire goddamn time. It's true. Yeah, this guy's straight from central casting. He's just kind of hanging out outside. We don't really get to see him yet because we got to cut to Hiroshi and his friends. They're walking home from school. His friends leave and, you know, Hiroshi goes walking off on his own. He's like five fucking years old. This this reminded me of a, uh, of a Gamera movie because there's always some idiot child. <laughs> This kid's not even close to as annoying as the kids in those <laughs> movies, though. That's true. It's not that bad. It's Gamera! Just... Gamera! It, it just put me in that mindset. That's all I'm saying. I still haven't watched those, but I know what you were talking about when you said it was annoying. <laughs> the first one is the worst one in terms... It, at least that's what I've heard. Hiroshi gets a metal nut in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes down and dangles right in front of his nose. It and he's really like, does. whoa, what the fuck? And turns around and runs. Uh, there's a little there's a little intercut shot where he's like, you like this song, right? Ah, and then we'll... Oh, yeah. It, it kind of flashes back to him... 
he's got this watch that it like plays music like a music box almost it's like an old pocket watch and he's holding it up to this tank with a floating brain in it and the brain <laughs> yes. is dancing in the tank to the song it's a ve- with no explanation this is a very weird scene yeah. so what this is what you're getting here is this is kind of a live action anime oh very much yeah and i never really i don't like anime but if it's like this i'm all in it but it's not it's never it's never like this and it kind of bugs me i mean i think all the parts are there it's just you get so much extraneous stuff besides just this you know and the humor in japan is so much different than the humor in america it it most of it flies right over my head yeah it's it's very much its own thing it's it's kind of like that uh that abc's of death with the seppuku yeah scene. I, I i i had to read why it was supposed to be funny yeah and i'm like oh i get it i'm still not laughing i mean if that's your thing that's your <laughs> thing that's cool i'm not here to judge but it's definitely not my thing i mean hey props to the props to the effect guys on that one making all those weird ass faces yeah that was and, cool but and props to the effects guys on this because oh, there are some fucking awesome effects Hiroshi then just he he runs. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm not I'm not staying here while you dangle your nuts in my face, you weird thing." And <laughs> Speaking of awesome effects, this is the point at which I'm like, "Jesus, the production values on this are incredible because they blow up an entire city street." <laughs> well, yeah. And this thing also, he's like chasing the kid, and then the kid goes into this into this like crowded area, and then this thing just descends into this crowd of people, and then just starts fucking lasering shit all over the place. <laughs> It's a pretty wild scene. Like, come on, chill the fuck out, bad guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get it, but this geez. guy has no sense of proportion. They were like, "All right, this is going to be short and sweet." So right out the gate, let's blow some shit up. And this is part. This is part of the stuff that got cut into the Masked Rider episode. Yeah, and it just sticks out like a sore thumb because that show looked like ass, <laughs> except for those fight scenes. And like, I'm there for it. I I, I love it, but it's not good. No, it's it, no, no good. It's, it's not a good show. It's a, it's a fun show for sure. I like T.J. Roberts. T.J. Roberts is cool, especially in that movie uh, Dangerous Place. It's you definitely sh- not. You should still watch because Corey Feldman's the bad guy. I know. I, it's on my queue, and I need to watch it again. He's in a, he, uh, not Corey Feldman. T.J. Roberts is in a lot of like dumb '90s martial arts movies. I can believe that. I call him the writer because I don't fucking remember his name. Uh, he he can kind of feel this happening. It cuts back to him when he's in this when he's in the house and he can feel the monster or something. And he's he can like, he's kind of. He can hear Hiroshi is it screaming. Her, it's Hiroshi. That make, yeah, that makes more sense. Hiroshi's the kid. Yeah. Yeah, and he can hear him, like, screaming for help. Like, he, they have a psychic connection or something like that. And so, <laughs> like, he bolts from the from the scientist's house and, and takes off to help Hiroshi. And this thing is just blowing shit up left and right. There's a lot of explosions here. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, great production value on this one. And Hiroshi almost dies. He runs away, but then this thing, like, turns into a very sharp dildo and, like, chases <laughs> after him. I was going to say, like, this is uh, this is Japan's take on the Phantasm Ball. <laughs> God, it all looks so cool. Eventually, they make their way to, like, this weird... It's, like, not a construction site, but it's a building that's still under construction, I yeah. think. It's, like, the 30-somethingth floor in Die Hard. Very similar vibes. Except <laughs> there's this scene where... Hiroshi is hiding and he's like, I can't remember what he says, or maybe he's breathing or something. And then it cuts to show the big open warehouse space and suddenly it takes on an echo. But if you look, you can see that all the open ceiling stuff 
is has been sprayed with that sound diffusing foam that they put in garages sometimes like the garage at Sacred Heart Hospital you know it's got that sound diffusing foam <laughs> so it shouldn't echo right even though it's but a big it open space they don't give a shit man this thing so they're they're at the site and he's the kid's running but then this giant thing like stabs up through the fucking ground and like cuts a hole in the ground and then Hiroshi almost <laughs> yeah. falls through it he manages to not yeah he kind of Indiana Jones is on the side of it and this this thing is so fucking creepy it has a tail that protrudes back up into oh, its yeah. butt and it's really oh, weird this thing's gross and there's all sorts of squelching sound effects yeah it's that's their favorite thing to do so the thing the thing just grabs Hiroshi and he's about to I don't know kill him or something and then the rider breaks through the fucking brick wall on his bike on his bike and cuts off the thing's arm and Hiroshi falls to the ground. He gets off his bike and he's like, yeah, I'm, he- I'm here, motherfucker. And it's fucking spraying this green juice. Oh, it's nasty, man. I love it. That's awesome. Augmented human conversation. Mass Rider's an augmented human, which we don't really know what that means yet. Oh, yeah. Um, We've the, seen, I've seen common Rider, so I know what the fuck it means. But. Well, the monster has this vision of this mad scientist, like, leaning down into his vision saying. Oh, yeah, this was my first one. Yeah. And he's just an augmented human, so he'll never be as strong as you. Yeah, I think that thing's a little jealous. Maybe. And then the monster like is like, yeah, that's right, and fucking grows its arm back. And then we get a fight, and uh, the rider gets his fucking ass kicked. Because it's the first fight. He has to. It's barely a fight. He just kind of like swings a couple times, then he gets shot through a fucking brick wall. He gets lasered <laughs> through one. And that's another one of those shots that was kind of intercut into the first episode of Common Rider, or Mast Rider. And then you're just like, wait, why is this helmet different? Yeah. And it fucking weirded me out until I figured out why. So, yeah, he's just, like, throwing Ryder around, kicking his ass. Eventually, he throws him out of a window. It is funny how plain the common Ryder suit is in this one by comparison to these villains who are just fucking rad. Like, this guy, he's got that insect mouth that just, oh, it's so grotesque. Yeah, and he and then the common Ryder just kind of looks like a He just looks like a guy a, in a plastic mask. Yeah. <laughs> And there's, it's, th- this scene is nuts. Like, it's really hard to, like, you just, you have to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a really action-heavy sequence, and they just keep going back and forth and all over this this construction area until finally he uh, impales him on, a like, a metal spike that's protruding from some concrete. Yeah, he, like, he rams into him with his bike. Oh, yeah, that's he's right. Just like, that's right. He he's just like, fuck, bike. I can't. He gives up at that point. He's just, and then he rams him with the bike, and then the thing flies into this. It's like in the middle of this pool thing. Yeah, it looks like it's maybe a river or something. Yeah, and it's just this big thing poking out, and he gets impaled on it. And he's it's like a of, steel girder that got that got broken off at the end or something like that. And yeah, he just it just fucking drives through him like a right out of his chest, just boom. He's out of commission for a, for a little bit now. And then Hiroshi runs off, and the writer does the writer transform on camera or do we only see him transformed into his human no shape he later? never fucking he he has one one part where he goes henshin and then he just kind of like so that's tink. the only that's the only transformation sequence we have the only one that almost gets there the other ones he's just kind of like he doesn't say anything he just kind of like and then he's just okay is. then the weird old man who it turns out is hiroshi's grandpa is trying to fuck around with this uh robot thing he's an inventor because that's just wacky old man job this guy's a little hard to take i'm not gonna lie like i i I couldn't in a movie that i otherwise enjoyed immensely this guy is very irritating i told you i wasn't gonna torture you the whole time no this one was this one was okay this wasn't agony to sit through or anything i (laughs) i enjoyed 90 percent of this but that old man 
can fuck right off. Hiroshi then tells this guy, they're monsters, and then there's, there's this other monster, and then there's just monsters, and this one grew his arms back, and there's all sorts of shit going on. And the grandpa's like, yeah, you're uh, full of shit. I think we should probably <laughs> hang out more. I don't think I'm spending enough time with you. <laughs> That's his takeaway, that this kid is going mental from having too much free time on his hands. Yeah, and uh, Hiroshi's obviously pissed off, but I'm like, fair enough Yeah, on the, on, the, on the grandpa's part there. If one of my kids had come up to me, or even more so one of my grandkids whose dad was neglecting him ser- seriously. Yeah, exactly. Whose dad had just bailed on everybody, you know, like whatever it was a year ago or something like that. Yeah, I'd probably be concerned. That basically, that kind of pisses hiroshi off and he he takes off oh and also the writer is outside of their house listening yeah because he can nothing creepy about it yeah but nothing creepy because we know where he's coming from but if you didn't this guy's a total fucking stalker they just they just like open the movie right there and they're arguing and he's listening (laughs) this dude's chasing down this nine-year-old boy yeah, nothing creepy about that. So there's a grasshopper in this room that the grandpa's in. <laughs> he told grandpa that the other monster looked like a grasshopper. He told him that the common Rider looked yeah. like a grasshopper. And then the dad, the grandpa's like, oh, light bulb. Holy shit. He finds a file on, on the Rider stuff, and there's a picture of the unmorphed guy who has yeah. a name. I swear the fuck he does, but I don't know it. I know he does, and I can't remember it either. This is all just a... Uh, just exposition for the rest of the movie it's they're trying to lead <laughs> us into the background of what has been going on hiroshi looks at the looks at the watch again and goes you know papa oh my god i'm so sad actually i'm scared he literally says i'm scared <laughs> we cut back to the thing that's impaled he unimpales himself or whatever uh i think what happens is just as he did at the beginning of the oh he episode it. he absorbed the metal so he doesn't turn into a bat and a spider no he kinda, he, he kind of like, creates this yeah. weird metallic bat and spider the spider looks all right but that bat looks rough <laughs> there's another bat that looks cooler later i mean that one's also like between the three that's the roughest looking one but but it's still it, fucking it looks, awesome <laughs> it looks pretty it still looks pretty good so the, we cut back to hiroshi and the grandpa and the rider rider just comes into the yard just opens the gate and hiroshi's like the fuck man and then he runs to grandpa and goes hey there's this fucking weirdo out here what and the then hell? grandpa's got the book open and he's like oh it's him <laughs> got the picture looks at him it's the guy and then he runs off after hiroshi hiroshi runs to the dojo which i'm guessing this these people had a bigger role in the original script safe bet yeah these seemed like they were supposed to be characters but they are relegated to a single scene uh except the sister she kind of helps him out a little well you know she she does she she, i feel like she actually gets one scene no you're right disappears after one scene these guys get the other dudes get even less but she's kicking ass she's i yeah she i guarantee she was supposed to be a much more important probably a love interest for yeah the writer yeah, guy. probably he's like you, you're gonna kick this guy's ass he's like following me and being all weird and shit and then he shows up and they're absolutely right like <laughs> if is, they didn't know what we knew which they don't yeah yeah he's just some creepy weirdo creep. following this child around and he comes at you with this story about monsters chasing the kid and how he's trying to protect him this guy is red flag after red flag but the little bat shows up and just fucks up this whole conversation. And it turns out it was all true. It's all true because the bat shows up. One of the guys hits it out of the air, but it doesn't matter. It turns into a fucking bat with, you know, you know, the pale man from uh, Pan's Labyrinth. He's got eyes on his hands and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They kind of do that. I wouldn't be surprised if Doug Jones was in that suit right now. And you know what? Come to think of it, I don't know if that's like some folklore or something, the eyes and the hands thing, but Guillermo del Toro is an anime fan. Yeah. So maybe he maybe he ripped that from this. Could have. 
Could have. That'd kind of be funny. He's definitely the biggest nerd in the world. <laughs> yes, I mean, you, you saw fucking Pacific Rim, you know. Which oh, is by God. far his nerdiest fucking movie. No, you don't even know, man. Until you've seen footage of his house. <laughs> this dude's house is like the fucking old curiosity shop. Like, it is overboard. He's got one <laughs> of the one of the creatures from Hellboy. You know, those... Uh, the Samuel... The, yeah, the Samuel creatures. Yeah. Full size. He's got the full size statue in his house. It's not even the biggest, weirdest thing he's got in his house. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, you, you've told me about that before, and I totally said, I'm going to have to check that out, and I never did. Fucking check it out on YouTube, man. It is a trip. So this thing looks so fucking cool, I think. Uh, yeah, you're right, it is the weakest one, but... By far. Yeah. But, but it's no, it's still cool. The weakest one. It looks like something actually from the Giver. Yeah. Kind of. It does. It totally looks like it's uh, out of the Giver. I mean, all three of these monsters do. All three of these monsters would have been totally at home in a Guyver sequel. But yeah, I, th- this one looks like actually like he's from the Guyver. <laughs> yeah. Kind of the movie. So the writer fights that little bat guy a, a little bit, and then Hiroshi runs away, of course, because he's it's got this scary. weird mouth that I do not care for. <laughs> the writer or the. No, the, the bat. bat thing. It's got these like weird protruding lips. Oh, yeah. Is it creeping you out? Yeah, it, uh, it just <laughs> doesn't look right. Well, so Hiroshi and his sister, that's his sister, by the way, the girl. Yeah. They run away. They run into the spider, and now we get probably... No, they don't run into the spider. They get knocked by the spider into the fucking Spider-Verse. Well, like, they, run, they, tra- they, run in- they go into a different fucking yeah. dimension. They run into the spider as in they fall down and stand up, and there's the fucking spider, and then it shoots this red crap at them, which is just like a, an effect for them to... It's a portal, apparently. And they get, yeah, sucked into the Spider-Verse, essentially. Yeah, and uh, all I could think is... Where's Spider-Man? Because this looks straight out of Spider-Man. If it wasn't for the fact that the monster effect is so goddamn good. Like, the set looks like it could have been a Spider-Man set. And this is the scariest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. Yes, this thing is the stuff of nightmares. There's one at the end that looks like... This is one of the scariest monsters I've ever seen. There's one at the end that looks, like, kind of pretty creepy, but this one is... And the only reason that one's no, so the, scary is because that one, like, laughs and shit. The end monster's creepy, but this thing goddamn terrifying. I'm <laughs> looking at it. It's so cool. You have to look at this. It's insane. This is the stuff that we got to post on Instagram. Just this, just these stills of this fucking thing. This is like, what did I see? I saw a, uh, I can't even remember what it was, but I saw some, I was watching some show or movie or something where there's this kid in Japan. I can't remember exactly what the sh- I can't remember at all what the show was. But there's this kid in Japan and his mom is like, I'll leave him at the puppet show. That's safe. And so <laughs> the mom leaves him at this puppet show. And there's this kind of like kabuki theater puppet of a girl, you know? Oh, boy. And and this kid is like sitting there watching it and then suddenly after as soon as the mom leaves the thing's face splits open and becomes this goddamn horror show and scares the shit out of this poor little kid (laughs) it's really fucking funny but that's what this thing reminds me of it just it is a horror show this monster i'm so fucking into it you have no idea how cool this stuff is to me. This was a, a Toei Bandai co-production, and I think it said yeah. that it was the first Toei Bandai yeah, co-production. This was, yeah, apparently. So that was an interesting little bit of trivia I didn't expect to get from the subtitles of this movie. While Hiroshi and his sister are maybe getting eaten by a creepy spider monster, <laughs> the writer does get like a tiny morphing sequence. It's not really a morphing sequence. He kind of like poses and then punches. And then he he's just in the suit. And then he punches the bat. The bat flies away. And then <laughs> well, suddenly he's in the fucking Spider-Verse. It does not show how he got into this weird parallel pocket dimension they're in. 
the bat like sprouts wings out of his fingers too that's awesome <laughs> but no uh you're right the writer just kind of shows the fuck up in this place this is the shot that i fucking paused it on and the girls happened to, <laughs> and it's just this thing oh op- her mouth is opening from the bottom and it, the close-up shot oh yeah and then they're getting they're getting covered in webs and shit oh the one where it starts spitting the webs yes on. okay yeah they were not happy with me but i'm like you told me to you <laughs> you said you wanted to see it it's it's so funny because I can totally picture both of their reactions because, okay, this is just my take <laughs> on these girls, right? They're both reacting the exact same way inside, but Bonnie puts it all out there for uh-huh. you. And Lydia is just like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you that I'm fucking terrified right now. Yeah, kind of. I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically that's about it. The writer shows up somehow and he fights this thing and it's, it's a pretty short fight, but it, it has a pretty epic ending. He breaks off its leg or something and fucking stabs it with it yeah it's just it's pretty sweet it's brutal and it's awesome and this is we need more stuff like this i just absolutely you know. so i want toei to uh start uploading more of their metal heroes stuff i want the the show i can't remember what it's actually called uh that that the beetleborgs took its footage from oh okay because it's way different way darker way more adult i don't think i've ever actually watched beetleborgs it's a lot like masked rider only okay like it's it actually knows who it's aiming for oh like that's good masked rider is apparently aimed at preschoolers and it so is so is beetleborgs but they do it better it's just a better show okay and it's it has that it has an amount of cheese that you actually it it makes sense okay it doesn't make sense is there a furbus there's a flabber so same thing. No, Flabber is a is a genie who looks like Jay Leno, but he's blue. <laughs> what? <laughs> and there's a, okay. Uh, there's a haunted house, and the and the whole premise is that these kids are dared to stay in this haunted house, and they accidentally release the genie, and he grants them any wish they want, and the three kids wish to be Beetleborgs because that's their favorite comic book. Oh, but okay. Flabber fucks up. And while giving the kids their Beetleborgs powers, he actually he, he leaves the door open for too long or whatever, so the bad guys come through. So that's why the kids have to be heroes and save the day. Oh, okay. Perfect little setup. It's not a bad setup. No, it's 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 good. I like, mean, you don't need much more than that. A bizarre stretch, but <laughs> certainly no more bizarre than any of these shows. It was post Aladdin, so. Oh yeah, is the genie blue? Did you say that? I can't. Yes, remember. yes, the genie is blue. Okay. <laughs> Flabber Beetleborgs. So just just a it. just a nice shameless rip off there. You 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 check it out. Oh my god, I recognize <laughs> that. See, it's fucking Jay Leto. Back to Common Rider. The one thing I'm disappointed with in these fights, and this is a very minor beef, I admit, but it it, it is prominent in my mind when I'm watching this. It I thought it multiple times throughout the varied fights of this movie. He's a grasshopper superhero. Yes, and he never fucking kicks the enemies. <laughs> yeah, he, never uh not in this one no he, he he uses a lot more martial arts well no there, there's a there's a bit where he like does some karate stuff but. like grasshoppers incredibly powerful legs that should be one of his signature moves so i've maybe. seen this one and he didn't do <laughs> shit he didn't kick one goddamn time i don't think i'm there, there's a fight at the end i think he does kick but um he doesn't I he feel doesn't like he didn't kick he doesn't I feel like, like kangaroo kick like i think you're wanting him to yeah that's what i want <laughs> he's a goddamn grasshopper you just, they shot this in less than a month. They shot this in less than a month. How is kicking not at the top of your mind when you're writing a grasshopper superhero? I don't know. It had been out for fucking 30 years at this point. 20 years? 20 years. 
I don't know. I 78. Like I said, it doesn't ruin it for me, but I kept coming back to it. Like I kept every time he's trapped under a villain, like, why aren't you kicking him off him with your incredibly powerful grasshopper legs? Wait, I said 78. Didn't you say Kamen Rider came out like right after Spider-Man or something? Before. Before Spider-Man? Yeah, I believe oh, so. Oh, wow. 1971. So yeah, this was. Holy shit. This movie's in this movie's of legal or this character is of legal drinking age. Oh, Spider Man came out in seventy eight. Wow, that far after, huh? And they still hadn't gotten down the uh, giant monster thing. Yeah, weird, right? That is. I don't think these are. I don't think Common uh, Rider ever had giant monster battles or anything. But that's weird. That Spider Man of all fucking characters was the was first the one, one to throw that to in there to introduce giant monster fights. Huh? Well, I mean, not tech. Not, I mean, Ultraman was the first one to oh, introduce well, yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, but yeah. but that Ultraman is just like giant himself yeah god there's some weird ultraman shit so on i gotta sh- dig into that ultraman stuff I on shout factory tv every once in a while one will pop up and it's just like it gets it's weirder it's it's just as weird every fucking time and i'm just like <laughs> what the hell this is awesome it's fucking great so we're back in the real world now after the spider after the spider queen lady dies the spider in the real world kind of keels over and fucking drops dead also and that's okay. Fuck, fuck that they, creepy they big ass spider. Spirit. Oh shit! And the bat creature's back, and he takes off with Hiroshi. Oh yeah, this is where this is where a uh, uh, common rider goes after him on the motorcycle, right? Yeah, he goes <laughs> he goes after him on the motorcycle, and the kid, like he's just hanging there. He's dead weight. Like they, I know it's not really the kid. It's definitely like a doll or something. Yeah, but it's just. It's actually very obvious that that's a doll in that <laughs> shot. Uh, it's just funny the way they have him just kind of just limp, like he fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> and then the writer manages to grab the kid and the bat just fucking takes off a little exposition back at grandpa's house back at grandpa's place about how his son went missing about two years ago and the writer realizes that he was genetically altered by the doctor that's his memory coming back that's right so the the old scientist's son is the mad doctor who created him that's hiroshi's dad and everybody's like why would fucking why why would hiroshi's dad want to kill him and stuff we'll get to that later yeah that's important. And then they show us some some background clips of Hiroshi's dad, and he is 100% a fucking psycho. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's there's one scene in a little bit that I, we have to talk about. It's kind of funny. But Hiroshi's kind of pissed. He's like, my dad's apparently trying to kill me. This is fucking stupid. So he has this pocket watch, and he's, on a, he's, he's at a bridge, and he's going to... Oh, no, you're right. We should actually, when he finds, when, when Ryder finds out that... <laughs> He's genetically altered. It cuts to this horror movie scene of him being <laughs> operated on, on this fucking table and there's flashing lights and the doctor just grabs a scalpel and just kind of looks at him using grasshopper DNA to alter humans and all that shit. And there's a shot, Jesus Christ, there's a shot where it's all in shadow and it's him, it's the doctor like fucking stabbing into him. It's some dark <laughs> shit, man. This ain't lighthearted fair. And then, you know, he talks about how he wandered around naked and afraid for a while and then just kind of ended up in that cave. And then eventually he woke up. Kind of, that's the vibe. That's that's the thing. And then we cut to the bridge. Then we cut to the bridge and Hiroshi's pissed again because his dad's trying to kill him and shit. And then we get, based on what we've seen, the most nonsensical monologue in the history of nonsensical monologues. Well, so Hiroshi's at the bridge with the pocket watch that apparently doesn't play music right now. It's broken. So he's like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to throw it. And Hiroshi's pissed because yeah. his dad's a psycho. And yeah. He's trying to kill him. Yeah. He doesn't like it. Understandably pissed. <laughs> Fair enough. There's a flashback where the kid's with his dad and he's playing the watch music for a brain in a tube. Okay. And the brain seems to be enjoying it. And then the dad, he's like, 
holy shit, the brain's dancing. Hey, kid, get the fuck out of here. I've got some work to do. I'm like, he's going to fuck that brain. <laughs> he was just waiting for it to start twitching. <laughs> it's, oh, God, that looks ridiculous. It's literally dancing. <laughs> um, so eventually the rider shows up and, like, uses some kind of magic to fix the watch. He's like, you don't want to throw that away. It's cool. It's your dad. I'm sure he loves you and stuff. Yeah, and then he gives this monologue about how, like, everybody is – full of love and is just a good person trying to make it through an evil world and blah, blah, blah. And like, dude, I'm sorry. Did you not see, did you not have the same, the memory of the snippet that we watched <laughs> where that dude was fucking carving you up like a Thanksgiving Turkey? No, like, this dude's a maniac. We're now supposed to feel sympathy for him. Fuck he off. Is, he's a loving old man. <laughs> yeah. And then to, I guess, make us feel better about life for a minute there's like a bunch of random shots it's, it's yeah like, oh. we get this japanese pop video over stock nature footage which is so fucking weird it just cuts to this pop song yeah and, and like like two minutes of just straight up stock nature footage just in the middle of this movie that's only 48 minutes long <laughs> what happens when you cut 90 minutes out of our fucking movie guys <laughs> so after the flashback they're about to go home hiroshi's like all right i'm cool now it's fine I'm, I'm okay and as they're about to leave hiroshi sees his dad off in the distance and hiroshi's a kid and he's stupid so he's like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go follow him that's clearly him follows him into an alley because that's not oh, it, creepy at all and the dad is totally beckoning him to follow him yeah. into the alley he's like come on hiroshi come on and then disappears around the corner yeah this kid, when the final transformation happens, I'm like, oh, this kid's going to be in therapy for decades. Yeah, uh, it's not his dad. It's the bat creature. And it transforms and wraps its, wraps its nasty-ass wings around. just like, yeah, fuck that. No. Well, yeah, I wrote down he does something to him. His, like, lip starts freaking out, and then he just kind of covers him up with the wings. It's kind of fucked up. Uh, it's goddamn terrifying. The rider then, he runs after him. He runs into that thing from the beginning, though, in a hallway. And doesn't get much play. The gets, dumpster guyver. Yeah. Gets yeah. punched out of the fucking window. He's all fucked up, but but he's sitting next to the car that he just landed on. Oh, yeah, that's right. This he falls thing. in his human form. Yes. He falls in his human form like seven stories and lands on top of this car. <laughs> and this is where we get another shot of that grasshopper. And it's bigger and weirder looking this time. I swear to God it is. Yeah, this thing is like a foot long. And it's crawling on him. The size of a, 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 of a substantial dildo. <laughs> and it's like moving and shit. And it's got this nasty grasshopper face, you know, with the, with the weird like five part jaw. And apparently it's giving him some fucking like motivation because he looks right at the camera almost and goes, got it. And then he jumps <laughs> on his bike and rides away. It's psychically telling him that it, I mean, this is what I got anyway. It's psychically transmitting <laughs> that it followed the bat thing all the way out to its lair and what oh, the directions are. You know are. what? I just, I saw that shot. You're right. You're right. That's kind of a little bit of motivation. He, he's, he's got his shit down and he just morphs along the way. Uh, he ends up in this creepy, weird room. Like the built. The building on the outside of the building looks kind of weird, but he yeah. goes into the building and it looks pretty normal. Yeah. And he I, knocks the door down and then he's in this weird steamy room with all sorts of shit going on. The transition on this one is really bizarre. Like, like I said, the production values on the majority of this movie are great. 
and then we get this where he rides up to some fucking post-apocalyptic tower of doom that looks like it was grown in a in some sort of lab of horrors and then he goes inside and it's just a big fucking warehouse like the budget just disappeared for 60 seconds here (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he's just driving into a warehouse and then he goes through a door and now he's in a smaller room that was small enough that they could afford to trick it out the way they wanted to and we're right back to the weird tower of doom aesthetic i'm just gonna pretend like it's a hidden thing inside this yeah, but the outside is so fucked <laughs> the outside, up. And I know. So obviously, fucking Hiroshi's there. The bat thing attacks him. And this is where we get and the fight where I think I was the most frustrated with his inability to kick because this thing is like on top of him, pinning him down multiple times throughout this fight. Uh, no, the bat thing is fucking dead. Oh, doesn't it? No, the bat thing, he just punch, punches right through its stomach and, he, and, and the bat thing is just fucking gone. Now. Oh, I must be confusing it with the next fight then. Yep, the bat thing just just fucking dies. It's just dead. <laughs> he, I do I do recall that his finisher was just to punch straight through its chest and out its back. The rider picks up Hiroshi and they're getting ready to leave, but a disembodied voice is talking to him. At least we think it's disembodied. Turns out it's the kid's dad, and this is where it looks all Tetsuo and he's all fucking like wrapped in these <laughs> these fucking yeah things. I don't I don't even know. He's incorporated into the local machinery somehow. Yeah. Uh, he apparently created something called the Neo Life Form, which is essentially powering and creating all these weird monsters. I Effective, think. Effectively, what it is is it's the evolved form of that brain we saw earlier. It got too strong, not able to control it anymore, so it's just kind of doing whatever the hell it wants. But it's also laying dormant in a pool. I think the thing is, is that it needs his help to evolve out of the pool. It can create corporeal forms outside of the pool but it can't actually escape the pool itself and that's what it wants to do it wants to escape the pool itself when that thing first appears when it first takes its shape i was like you know there's some dude in japan just like who has a sex doll oh my god a a disturbing amount like that like yeah this this is we're we're stepping crazy into hentai territory here because it's very feminine like it has very feminine features and it laughs yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. That's what creepy. makes it scary. That's what makes that fucking scary. Like yeah. the spider thing is scarier, but this thing is oh, oh, for sure. No, this thing's definitely creepy though. So they he points to the pool, he they look over at the pool, and then all of a sudden this thing starts growing out of it. And this is this is the hentai business. And it's just like <laughs> it's like stretching and forming around this like weird body and it's 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 like um it's un yeah it's, it's like the lid to the pool had been propped up and it grew out onto the lid of the pool because it's round and it's the same size as the pool it's weird it's very weird looking yeah this is one of the grossest fucking things i've ever seen in my life and its face is kind of upsetting to look at yeah it, it's it's hard to describe i couldn't even begin to fucking describe this thing it looks like medusa but yeah not really again this is an image that we'll we'll have to throw up on the instagram or whatever this is something you definitely want to see because it's i mean you do and you don't it's it's an interesting thing to look at and there's an there's a line this is just a little more something something and i will become a god yeah and i'm not scared i'm fine (laughs) but the doctor i guess grew a soul and decided hey uh, i should probably not fucking make this thing any more powerful than it already is yeah so he's been he's been uh cock blocking it for two years now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm I'm just gonna i'm just gonna not now and the thing keeps laughing thing keeps laughing and calls that calls that dude papa and it's fucking weird (laughs) 
Yeah, I can definitely see this getting upsettingly sexual if it were actually in an anime. Oh, there's no way it would. It would probably have like these ridiculous pendulous tits and a giant cock. <laughs> oh, God. Because it's so androgynous, you know? And it moves? Ah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. It decides to bring back the the, the dumpster guyver. After it almost kills Hiroshi again, because <laughs> Hiroshi just can't stay on his fucking feet at all in this movie. Is this where it brings back the supercharged dumpster guyver? Or is Not this... yet. It's just, just okay. a regular one, and okay, then eventually, this... right. which I have a complaint about that, and we'll talk about that in a minute. I uh, thought the supercharged one was pretty cool. It looks like a crab. It's yeah. got, like, crab shell all over it. Yeah, why? It's... I don't know. It looks Why rad. isn't it fucking green? Okay, yeah, that's true, because the thing is green. The, uh, it combined the cool thing with, is green. Well, yeah. combined with Common Rider. Like, they, they, oh, they yeah, merge together. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. It absorbs him. Yeah. Yeah, it would make sense that it would be green. It's, but it's red. It's strange. It still looks cool, but it's fucking red. It's definitely cool looking, but yeah, now that you've said it, I mean, things are moving so fast <laughs> during this sequence that I didn't really have time to think about it, but now that you have pointed it out to me... I can see why you would be confused by that and why you feel that it should have gone the other direction. Yeah, and also he's kicking the guy right now. He's kicking him. He is. Not like you want him to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's, he should he's, be kicking him across the fucking room. He's cr- he's crotty kicking him. We get an actual fight this time, by the way, between these two. The writer's still kind of getting his ass kicked, though, because this thing is really fucking big and really strong and kind of scary. Doesn't have a tail this time, though. Uh, eventually he gets his ass kicked so hard that he has to unmorph, and the thing grabs him and its stomach like opens up yeah it looks like it's it looks like it has some kind of weird nuclear reactor in it or something because this this light like poltergeist starts shining out of it it's very very horror while Ryder is kind of getting his ass handed to him and he's about to get i don't know melted or something hiroshi's dad is like hey uh, go break the pool and apparently that's just yeah. He tells Hiroshi. Problems. He tells Hiroshi to go break the pool. Well, Common Rider's kind of indisposed. Yeah, he is. In fairness, so but... he just takes this like pole or something, sort of <laughs> just hitting the fucking pool with it. It apparently works because it stops the thing yeah. from eating the rider in his human form. And then he shoots his predator gun from his shoulder, which <laughs> Wait, is kind of what, kind of what I he has. missed. That it, he has a little laser that pops up out of his shoulder. It's not like the whole gun, but it's, it just has the three lights. Oh, I totally and, missed that. And it looks like the Predator game. I don't know how I missed bit. it either. Maybe I was taking a note or something. No, I don't even have any fucking notes for this part. <laughs> the writer saves Hiroshi. And this is where we get the henshin, not henshin part. Where he says, he says <laughs> he henshin. Says and, henshin. Then he, and then he just changes. And then his eyes glow. And the fucking mouth moves. And steam comes out of the back of his head. And it's fucking awesome. And we're ready. We're off like a fucking <laughs> the mouth rocket. moves. This is the most underwhelming mouth moves. Because it just like he's, got his, he's got his regular mask. And then these like three little metal plates come down to form a grasshopper like mouth and then they immediately retract and are never seen again and this this part of the fight does not last long because he does a jump punch and then his fucking fist gets stuck in the guy's chest again punch instead of kick fuck you it would look kind of dumb if his foot was just like sticking in his chest so it would look weird, but it would at least make sense if he kicked through the thing's fucking chest. Because he's a goddamn grasshopper! And this is where they merge together, and the thing is red and not green, and it really bugs me. I liked it. I um, mean, it's cool but looking. at the same but, time, yeah. I didn't think about what you were saying there. So, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. Uh, the dumpster guyver uh, goes after Hiroshi, but... That that disem that, like some disembodied voice that's obviously the neo neo life form says that hey if you don't finish me I will kill your kid so that's nice and bouncy yeah that's that that's happy good good old family fun so we finally have 
a definitive explanation <laughs> for why this thing was going after the kid. It wanted to use him as leverage against this guy. The Giver thing fucking grabs the dad, rips him off of his little little life support system, and apparently that's what it is because he rips rips him out of there, and then a bunch of like liquid falls out, and then Hiroshi gets knocked down. The watch falls out of his pocket, and then the thing just kind of like. It opens up, it plays the music, and the thing is just like, yay, I'm going to fucking get all distracted by this thing. Yeah, momentarily hypnotized by the music of the watch. And it's just enough for the rider to separate his ass from this thing and kicks his ass. Also, because because he's awesome. Hiroshi's dad takes the opportunity to rip a small bundle of wires out of the pool and apparently that was that was exactly the bundle of wires that needed to be pulled in order to deactivate the thing well he would know he built it no i i (laughs) I don't doubt that he would it's just weird that he didn't specify to hiroshi hey that little fucking bundle of wires right there if you just pull that because hiroshi could have done that i mean i guess he didn't really tell him how to destroy this is my big complaint about this movie Oh, then the rider fucking does a little bicycle kick, knocks the knocks the Giver guy into the fucking knocks him down right next to the pool. The thing puts his hand in it, and then the pool fucking explodes. Which doesn't really make much sense, but at this point, I'm already along for the ride. I was gonna say this it's uh we got like two fucking minutes left. You're along for the ride at this point. Pool explodes, the dad dies. Him and Hiroshi share a little is, bit of a moment. It's kind of sad. It's probably for the best that that yeah. guy died. He was kind of a monster. So, um, you know, maybe he had a redemption arc. But if the girl from Spider-Man who <laughs> accidentally killed somebody under the possession of Professor Monster's oh. <laughs> uh, bug brooches, if she had to kill herself in shame for what she did, then this guy would definitely have had to kill himself in shame for what he did. I must so, have made it to that episode. Holy shit. That's the episode. It's called something like uh, a lovely fashion accessory or a fashion accessory makes me a lovely murder machine or something like that. <laughs> that show had the best fucking titles. <laughs> it had such great titles. You could make an entire show just based off of the titles to that show. I think we did. So the dad dies. The two of them escape Ryder and Hiroshi. They leave the watch because I think Hiroshi has a little bit of closure now knowing that his dad is actually dead. Yeah. Which is kind of depressing for like a six-year-old kid. I mean, at least his dad didn't ditch him at this point. And his dad didn't intentionally try to murder him. He now knows his dad wasn't trying to murder him and didn't ditch him on purpose. Yeah. So, yeah, probably, you know, shaved two or three years off of his therapy. They ride off uh, with these very seemingly close explosions to these act- to this stunt actor driving his motorcycle through this shit blowing up. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, well, he is in the suit, so maybe it's like, ah, oh, fuck it, we can blow it up right in your face and you'll be fine. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Seems like explosions would be particularly hard to drive a motorcycle through, but hey, uh, whatever. It's, it's Japan in the early 90s. I don't think they cared about safety quite yet. I mean, the guy's a pro. Like, make sure... He keeps it on track. Make sure the kid doesn't die and we're okay. <laughs> Anybody else, though? Fuck it. Oh, the stars of the show? You need... Don't fucking... You don't get to do anything. You're in a padded... You're in a padded cell while we're shooting this movie. <laughs> so they take Hiroshi back to his grandpa. His grandpa's all happy. He's like, yeah, we're we're going to be... We're going to be just a, a tight-knit two-person family right now. Dad died, by the way. Until Ryder- grandpa finds himself <laughs> a hot single grandma. Fuck yeah. Ryder gives Hiroshi his jacket. His signature common Rider leather jacket. Yep. Right. You need that. He has to go find himself or some shit. I don't really know. He doesn't really give an explanation as to why he's leaving. He could just stay and hang out. He's Shane at this point. Just as he's about to ride off, the kid goes, Mister. That's what he calls him. And then he stops. But he doesn't turn doesn't around. Doesn't turn around. He's all, he's being all. Again, like Shane. He's super cool. But then 
Then the kid goes, right, ah! And then and then he turns around, winks, and he doesn't actually wink, but then he... He gives a thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. You gotta have a thumbs up. And then there's credits over writing. Well, he gives the thumbs up and then... And then then kind of turns into Kamen Rider. flashes him yeah. into Kamen Rider in the thumbs up pose and then it's like credits and then there's credits over over like some co- the cool basically the cool shit that happened in the movie yeah some action shots and it's over that was common writer zo and do you have final thoughts yes uh okay. <laughs> i thoroughly enjoyed this but i wouldn't want it to be any longer i think it really benefited from the cuts because if it had been any longer, we would have gotten the same amount of action stretched out over 90 minutes instead of 48 minutes. We would have gotten a lot more story, though. We would have, but honestly, I don't need more story than this because the story's not very good. The action no, is really. really good. And they cut out. They did all the right cuts. They kept the action. The action is fast-paced. It They move you through the story. They give you just enough for it to make sense and justify the action, which is what I'm here for. The special effects are fantastic. The costumes are awesome, common Rider notwithstanding. I wouldn't change a goddamn thing, except maybe I would have brought the sister in and made her part of the story because she was kicking a fair amount of ass. I would have liked to see her throw down against some of these monsters. Yeah, I guarantee that she was she had a bigger part and she was much more important in the script, in the original script. But I would have only liked to have kept her in it if, again, there was action to justify her being there because the story isn't enough. I th- This is not a particularly interesting story. No, but it's okay. No, it's fine. You, you don't need it. It's fine because it justifies these amazing action sequences and good enough for me. I loved it. Thank you. See, I told you it wasn't going to be all bad. It might be a little less so next week, but it's still going to be fun. I know it's going to be fun because I've already watched the first two episodes and it was fucking, it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to watch Zoo Ranger just because, you know, I want to see the origin of where Power Rangers came from. And also I'm hoping it's slightly, it doesn't need to be a ton, but it's slightly more mature than Power Rangers. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about it next week because there's there, there's a little bit that I would that I don't like about it, but that's okay. Uh, either way, I guess my thing, my final thoughts. I think this is awesome, and you kind of got to see it to believe it because it's really yeah. hard to describe. And it's you're right. I don't know if I could if I could handle any more craziness. So assuming that the the stuff they cut out was not all exposition and talking and shit, and it was more of that. My brain might explode. Like, I doubt it, but... I wouldn't want the extra exposition and talking with... I mean, I mean, maybe I could handle another 5 to 10, you know, of that. But, you know, just to flesh the thing out a little bit. But the story isn't interesting enough for me to really give a shit. The action is so good. And they... Boy, you get just the right amount of it in this. Like, just... Mm, yeah, like you said, I wouldn't even want much more of it. Like, it's... It is right in that sweet spot. If I was going to recommend any tokusatsu stuff... This would be it. This is where you should have started me, quite honestly. You should have said, hey, let's watch this first and get you excited about tokusatsu. Maybe it was actually, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it's good that you waited because, you know, you kind of gave me some low points so that we could move to a high point <laughs> yes. like this. And I and, and it's not all downhill from there, you know? So now I can be like, okay, so I get to see a little bit of the range. But yeah, no, the, again, you got you to kind of see it to believe it. Most of this stuff you got to kind of experience for yourself. You're, if, if you're here, you probably know what this is. But, you know, watch it again. Fuck. Give that Toei YouTube channel some support. Maybe they'll maybe they'll start posting full series of the fucking Common Rider show instead of just one or two episodes of each one. It's driving me fucking nuts. So, uh, again, you can follow us on social media on everything at the Shark Pod. If you want to give us a little money, you can go to our Patreon and 
if you if you donate any money, one dollar, two dollars, a thousand dollars, it doesn't matter. You can hear us talk about Friday the Thirteenth, every Friday the Thirteenth movie for our 2021 the Thirteenth and 2022, a year in the asylum, is what we're in the middle of right now, and that's where we're talking about all these asylum mockbusters. By the time this is out, you'll have seven of them, like yep. we like yep, we said, seven of them. The the previous one, the one the one from July will be uh, the Almighty Thor because you know the mo- the Thor movie came out this month. We're not really doing a good job of capitalizing it on it because it's going to be at the end of the month. But that's okay. Who gives a shit? <laughs> the point is, we're trying. Okay, we're making an effort here for you, ungrateful fucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even say it this time. He did. Um, so next, we week- have to insult you when we ask for your money. <laughs> it, our our punk rock inner children won't allow us not yes. to uh, patreon.com slash sharks across hollywood next week though we're doing something actually kind of important i think this is uh we're gonna talk about dinosaur squad and jew ranger it's fucking jew ranger that's what everybody calls it it's uh it's the show that power rangers the original mighty Morphin power rangers took all of its footage from so again it's 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 super important to this to this to what we're doing here especially i admit i am curious to see where it goes because i have no frame of reference on the original jew ranger series i've i've yeah, never, never i've never seen Sentai. a single one i've never seen a single one so this is going to be very interesting for me because the difference between masked rider and common rider is night and day so i'm curious to see what the difference between that and mighty Morphin power rangers power is. rangers does a way 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 better job of utilizing the footage and making it not look <laughs> quite so stupid like you've seen you've seen that first episode of power rangers yeah it's yeah. you what you see there that's what you get it's, okay. it's very like some of it gets dumber because they spend the whole first like five ten episodes trying to figure out like what are we actually doing here but then after that we'll yeah. see we'll see i i'm reserving judgment i'm just kind of going in with an open mind and saying all right let's see what we've got i'm looking forward to it because I've, I've actually watched the first 10 episodes before i'm re-watching that shit and i'm excited so we'll be back next week with jew ranger until then stay jawsome